0: You can reach us at proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center center code. It sure feels like everybody's getting a new job, doesn't it? Everywhere you turn, Somebody's interviewing for a job, or they're getting a new job, or they've been offered a new job, or their LinkedIn is being bombarded by people looking for people and looking for opportunities to change jobs. I just see it everywhere. It's it seems like it's almost every conversation that I'm talking to people that I know they're getting a new job or they're considering a new job, and when you listen to them. It always starts with the same two components. They say, hey, I uh, got a call from such and such, and man, I can get a, I can get a 20% increase in my pay or a 30% increase in my pay, or you can't believe the new bonus structure that this company has, and I mean, it would make a huge difference. I mean, there's, a, there's an opportunity for me to really grow in the amount of money that I'm making. And then they turn to, well, you know what? The opportunity is really cool. I, I'm going to be able to lead this group or there's a, there's a chance for me to expand my expertise in this area or I really have a lot of skills that match up with exactly what they're looking for. And it's kind of focused on the, on, on the salary or the bonuses or the commissions. And then it's focused on you know, what the job is and what they're going to do. But that's never the kicker. The kicker always comes when they say, you know what, it feels like my time at the company I've been is is kind of ended. I don't think they care anymore. Sometimes I feel like just a number or, man, there's just a bunch of people in my organization that are leaving. And then of course it turns to the new company where they say, I can just tell they really want me. I can see myself working in that organization. It's really exciting there. They look like they have a bright future. And that seems to be the way most job changes occur. There's a discussion about the compensation. There's a discussion about the the job and the task or the challenge. But then the kicker, the trump card, is always how they feel about the company that they're in and how they feel about the opportunity that they're going to have going forward. And when you really look at it, it breaks down to how much, how well, and then the kicker, which is, how are you? We're in podcast 66, and I want to talk to you today about the contact center, how much, how well, and how are you? Contact centers for years have focused on two components, quantity and quality. All of the measurements have revolved around quantity and quality and that balance between how fast, how quick, how many calls can I take, but then how well can I do them and everything has been driven and focused on these two components. And in every conversation that you have, people talk about how do I balance between these two? How do I balance between the, the quantity and how do I balance between the quality? Well, the world has changed because it, it, it's not a two-legged stool anymore. It's a three-legged stool. The trump card, the kicker, is the people's question of how are you, because without the how are you, you can't get the how much, and you can't get the how well, or you can't get the quantity, and you can't get the quality, so we're going to spend a little time in today's podcast talking about those three components, and let's start with the easy ones, how much. You know how much you measure it all the time, whether it's AHT or AST or after-crawl work or sales or adherence. And no matter how much you may say that you don't focus on it, the reality is, is that everybody focuses on the quantity because you can't get away from it. If you're a service bureau, all of your contracts, all of your numbers revolve around your ability to hit particular goals, to answer a certain number of of calls in a certain amount of time with a certain average speed of answer. And if you're not in a service bureau and you're doing it direct, you have the same uh, focus and the same numbers that you're shooting for, and, and how much is mission critical to your business. And then, of course, there's how well. How well are we doing? And we measure that with quality monitoring. And most organizations have a really robust quality monitoring program, and they but they usually have a quality monitoring program that's very robust in the sense that we record and we review somewhere between three and 10 calls a month, we never miss, uh, we've got it documented, we chart it, we share that information. But in many organizations, as much quality measurement as we do, we don't have a very good program in place to take that quality data and apply it and actually make changes. But in many we do as well. And then of course there's customer feedback, which which directly affects the how well. And many organizations have robust customer feedback, organi- customer feedback programs, and some have very poor ones. Some organizations uh, may only ask one question. Uh, Maybe they only use an IVR. There are other organizations that use uh, email surveys, they use IVR, they use text, and they've got a pretty, pretty robust group of questions and feedback that they get that helps them to understand the how well, so they can merge that how well with the quality monitoring and get a really good view of what's going on in the organization. But many times, we have a tendency to focus on the numbers and we let the customer's words, which actually change behavior probably the most, we have a tendency to be a little bit lax on those and we don't get that to the, to the front line as quickly as we can. And if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts, we talk about the fact that one of your top priorities is to get your customer words into your frontline employees' hands or onto their screens or into their brains as fast as you can because nothing changes behavior, nothing validates behavior better than customer words. And then of course the third component we've got is we've got supervisor feedback or coaching feedback. And coaching feedback might be may may happen in a side-by-side, it may happen in their in your one-on-ones, it may happen on the way to or from in the in the aisles or on a phone call. But those are really the three components that we look at when we look at how well it's quality monitoring, it's customer feedback, and it's supervisor feedback. And when we're dealing with how well we're either getting better or we're getting worse, or I guess there's a third component, which is we might actually be just staying basically the same. But we have a tendency sometimes to just look at those numbers in in just the averages, right? And we chart it and we trend it, whether our CSAT score is going up or staying the same or going down. What we need to look at is to take a little bit deeper look into that and say, how many people are getting better? I've got 300 people in my organization. How many people are actually getting better? How many people are getting worse? And of course, our how well obviously affects all the components of the how much. First call resolution is a great example of that. If we do our how well better than our how much of first call resolution, will continue to get better as well because we won't get as many return phone calls. But how much and how well is completely hampered by how are you? And the way that we measure how are you is we ask, whether that be ENPS or that be uh, employee satisfaction or whether that be some sort of a, a mood uh, analysis or measurement that we're doing on a regular basis and it comes from questions like do I know what is expected of me today? Have you received recognition or praise or doing good for doing good work in the last seven days? I feel connected to my coworkers. I have the opportunity to do challenging things at work. It's a way for the organization to understand the how are you of your of your team. How well are you at the how are you? When you pass an employee, is the first thing you think about with them the how much or the how well, or do you focus also on the how are you? And there are really three components of the how are you that we really need to measure and we really need to take a look at. Part of the how are you is is just their feelings, their moods, their perspectives, their statuses. And whether you're collecting that data through a survey or collecting that data through some sort of engagement that you're working or a a game or some sort of a, a solo focus that they've got. We need to be able to collect that data and understand how our employees are feeling. Because it's with that information that helps us to understand where they are. So we need to be able to measure and and measure and understand what their feeling is. The second thing that we need to look at with the how are you after feeling is where I fit. Where does that employee fit? How well connected are they? How recognized are they? How rewarded are they? How many things do you do to make sure that you're proactively making them and helping them fit? Do you connect them with other employees? Do you connect them with the company? Do you connect them with yourself? How recognized are they? And how rewarded are they? And recognition and reward don't necessarily have to be the same thing. I can stop by and say, I saw you do that, wow, with a thumbs up, without having to give them a coupon for gas or a coupon to go to TGI Fridays. So where I fit is, Connected, recognized, and rewarded. And then the third component of the how are you is what I need. What does that employee need? And the employee needs things, they really fit into two different categories. It's either more or less. On the less side, it it may be less stress, less work, less criticism, less pressure, less calls, less responsibility. And you say, well, Michael, I I can't give them less calls. I didn't say you could give it to them. I just want to understand what it is about their how are you that fits into what they need on the less side. What do they need more? Because it's really both less and more. What do they need more? Maybe they need recognition. Maybe they need more training. Maybe they need more feedback. Maybe they need more money. Maybe they need a better schedule. And that's what you need to be able to analyze and see in the what I need. Because the three components of the how are you, what their feelings are, where they fit, and what they need, affects how well and how much. Because when you look at your numbers and we look at the how much and the how well, we need to be able to look at the people that are the most engaged, the ones that are the most disheartened, one of the ones that are not acknowledged or not trained or not challenged or overstressed. or We can begin to fix and see How the how are you is affecting our how much and our how well. Well, Michael, that sounds really good, but why do I wanna do that? The reason that you wanna do that is because you can scale how are you. When I mean you can scale how are you, you can affect five or 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 people with a how are you that will then affect the how much and the how well. In the same circumstance, the, the how are you's can kill your how much and your how well. And let's never forget that the how are you can kill the most your ability to keep people around, your turnover, your retention. Because the how are you is the reason that they go out the door. The how are you is the reason that they look for another job. The how are you is the reason that they stay with you at 50 cents less an hour and don't move because they're connected to their peers or they're connected to their company or they're connected to you. The how are you affects the how much and the how well. How are you doing at understanding the how are you in your organization. When you pass by your employees, do you think how much, how well, or do you think how are you? If you haven't figured it out by now, you need to put more focus and more attention on the how are you. I know every meeting that you go into with your leadership, they immediately focus on the how much and the how well. It's just the way the world works. And whether the people that you work for even ask you about the how are you doesn't really matter ultimately, because if you're leading or directing anybody in the front line, if you're leading or directing supervisors that, or team leads that work with the front line, the how are you is mission critical to your success. Thanks for listening to Podcast 66. I've just got three simple questions for you as a leader. How much, how well, and how are you? Don't ever forget that I know that you can be a stellar leader. It simply requires you to put the effort and the time and the focus. Nothing comes easy, but you're capable. You're up to the challenge. I hope you'll do it. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.